I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying that I have to choose the time that I put into people to find out are they willing to put in the work and the time themselves. Wherever you feel fear, that's where you You've got to become the person that will attract over 200 different cognitive bias. The real work in any business is thinking. Well, hey, everybody, welcome to the NMPD podcast on finding leadership within. We are so excited to bring to you another episode with an amazing leader. Uh, for those of you who have not been here before, my name is Cody DeGraff, and I'm here with my co-host, Gabriel Klingman. What is up? What is up? Welcome today. We got Mona. Huge shout out to her. It is 1130 p.m. at this time that she's doing this. So just for that, go ahead and hit that like button. Show her some love. Back to you, Code. Awesome. Yes. And it's and we are so excited to have Mona Christensen on the show with us today. Now, for those of you who don't know Mona, uh, she's a phenomenal businesswoman who has made a massive success in the network marketing industry. Before her success, she was actually a psychotherapist, which I'm really curious to learn more about. Uh, she just understands the mind. Very successful with that but was able to transform thousands of lives by simply helping people in their own business grow. So we are so excited to learn about what she has to share with us today. So Mona, how are you doing all the way from Denmark? Is that right? Yes, I'm in Denmark. I'm outside Copenhagen and it is 11.30 p.m. here. My little tired. It's been a long, busy day, but I love being here with you guys. Oh, well, we really appreciate your sacrifice of uh, sleep <laughs> and just yeah. being willing to be with us and uh, share with all of these people that want to be able to grow their business in network marketing. So we like to start off the interview with a fun uh, icebreaker, if you will. It's kind of, we call it the five random. And uh, it's, we basically just ask you five totally random questions that are not even relevant to the profound ones of this interview. So are you ready to go with us on that? No. No, <laughs> I love the right, honesty. Perfect. We'll skip beyond all those then. All right. So no, I, I, I haven't prepared for that. I mean, it's, what is it's, it? It's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Just trust us yeah. on this. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's okay. do this. Give it to me. All right. So question number one, licorice or chocolate? Oh, chocolate, chocolate. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's honestly such a giveaway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Um, if you had the choice, would you go blind, deaf, or lose your sense of taste? Uh, I would lose my sense of taste because then I wouldn't be so addicted to chocolate. <laughs> that's that's this brilliant. This is great. Brilliant. I can so relate to that. Yes. So <laughs> okay. Question number three. Uh, $1,000. If you were given $1,000 to invest in these two things, would it be $1,000 in Bitcoin or $1,000 in gold? Oh, that's a difficult one. I love both. Um, but let's do gold. Gold is good. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that gold is, is not to become rich, but to, uh, to stay not poor. Mm. That is a yeah. really great way to put that. There's that's wisdom. really great. That's yeah. total wisdom. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, okay. If you could spend a day with anyone in the world, past or present, who would it be? Mm. I think it would be one of the the the, the ancient um, philosophers from Greece. Ooh, um, that would be really, really interesting because they have some really um, like all time thoughts about humans and how humans work, yeah. but they lived in a completely different time. So um, 
what's his name aristoteles yeah um, aristotle. i think that would be really cool to spend a day with him that's pretty sweet that's an awesome answer that, that is probably that. my favorite answer to any random five question that we've gotten so far <laughs> i so appreciate that all right and then the final question is if you had to save the world and you were allowed to bring one superhero with you who would that superhero be it would be anyone in network marketing because I think um, people in network marketing are, there's a lot of superheroes in network marketing. I love that. That's mm. a beautiful answer. And what a great segue into our next question too. So that's yeah. awesome. So this, um, I love personally the five random section. That's the hardest part of the interview. It's done ever, all easy from here, right? <laughs> Uh, I love our five random um, because I really feel like we get to know our guests on a way that's really personal. It's a way that they don't really interact with in a lot of other podcasts. Um, so you're, but you're just analyzing this. Oh, absolutely. I am all about. Absolutely. This is like, that's my jam. Okay. <laughs> um, that being said, I'm gonna let you tell us about yourself in your own words. What is your story? How did you become the network marketing success that you are? Um, I think it was like a lot of things that suddenly aligned that um, and I was at a point in my life where I felt that I, I had to do this. I had no other choice. Um, if I wanted to be the daughter um, that I want, that the mother, the person that um, that I really wanted to be, then network marketing success was my only choice. Um, I had started my, um, my psychotherapy business and I love working with people. I, I really love working with people, but mm. I got depressed myself sitting all day with people with very heavy problems. I needed this um, celebration. I needed to um, like release the potential with other people, create mm. um, people that were living free lives. And I felt as a psychotherapist, I was only like taking them from the bottom up to a normal level. I wanted also to take them from the normal level and above. Mm. And, and also like my whole private situation was that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't choose. Um, I grew up with, uh, in a family of entrepreneurs. So I, I loved the idea and the thoughts but I wasn't very successful to be honest. So mm. I had to get a job and no offense. It's, it's good. It's safe. It's nice. And suddenly I found myself in a situation where I got pregnant without being in a relationship. Mm. I chose to have the baby. I couldn't keep my job. I had to start as a psychotherapist mm. and 10 days after I gave birth, my father fell ill with a very heavy stroke and my mother needed me, my father needed me, and my son needed me. So, and, and I, was, I was in psychotherapy where I needed to sit in that chair talking to people to earn money. Mm. That was not the solution. I needed to have an income that I could do anywhere. Mm. On my phone, um, at nighttime, you know, so I needed to have another way of income. And I started studying this network marketing. I had, I, I think I've bought so many packs from people that I know, and I really wanted to support them. I just never did anything. I bought the starting pack and, and then I never did anything. And suddenly I just realized, well, I, I have this business opportunity and I started watching videos. I'm like, 
this is good. This is really interesting. This is what I need. Yeah. And as soon as that clicked, I, um, I went to work and I did whatever it took and I worked my butt off to get to um, the level that I wanted to be. I had to make a living doing this for my father's sake, for my mother's sake, and for my son. And finding out that being a psychotherapist and my whole um, experience as an entrepreneur kind of, you know, completely clicked with this thing that, um, that I felt this is, this is where I belong. This is where I can really do what I wanted to do with my life. And suddenly I also found out that like for, I don't know what you can call like spiritual reasons, personal reasons. Mm. I had an urge to do something to change the world. Yeah. But I didn't want to go out and save the whales or anything, but I, I knew I had a mission in me. And I found out that mission was to work with people to create financial freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. And you know, with, with that being said, I mean, obviously you understand the mind being a psychotherapist, you, like you understand how people think, why people feel certain things the way that they feel based off of their thoughts. And with that being said, you know, if you could just kind of put yourself, let's, let's just kind of put it into this way. Let's just say that I become, um, you, you sponsor me in the business. All right. And I become a representative of, of your company and you know, I'm all excited about it because it's going to take me to new heights. It's going to bring me to, like, in my mind, this is the vehicle that is going to help me change my life financially. So then I start sharing this opportunity with my family, my friends. I start sharing the business, the, the products, the services, whatever it is. And let's just say that they all completely reject me. They all tell me that it's a pyramid scheme. They all say that you're never going to be successful. I mean, we're talking about the people that I love and hold near and dear to my heart. What is your mentorship to me in that moment when I go through that process? I would say different things. First of all, maybe you're going out too strong, too fast with something that you don't know um, mm -hmm. enough about. I think too many people are um, are running around with like fire in their hair once you know they get signed in, instead of like understanding what this is. Yeah. And um, take a, take a couple of rejections from your family, but you should not base your business on your family. If your if your whole business is based on, on friends and family, it won't last long. And and to be honest, I I don't want to sign in all my friends and my family. I want to work with people that I can that I can argue with, that I can, you know, mm. um, I don't want to work with my friends. I want to take time off and be with my friends where I don't talk about work. Yeah. So yeah. what what I suggest is that look for the people that you want to work with. Who do you want to work with? If you can choose anyone in the whole world to work with, who do you want to work with? Mm, and think yeah. big, think uh, unlimited. I want to work with people that are like this, that are like this, that are like this. Super. Go talk to them. I think it's called network marketing because you have to create and work your network. Mm, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, no, that's, that's so you true. Have to, you, you have, if you can't, if you can't make and build uh, your network, you will never be able to make it. You have to make new friends all the time, but not personal private friends. Right. And then the people that, you know, that say no to you, like, what do you, do you just keep, you know, obviously don't keep pestering those people. Do you ever come back to them or what do you do as far as, you know, I love to tease them. 
I, I really love to tease them in a sense where I, yeah. you know, sometimes I want to tell them, you know, you know what, I have, I, I have an interview tonight, you know, I'm online on, on the, uh, in the United States and blah, 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 all this. And I'm like, sometimes they're like, why did you never try to recruit me? Yeah. I'm like, no, no. I mean, like, if you want, if you want to join me, that's fine. And some people, you know, they go, it's like, I might join you, Mona. I might work with you, Mona. I'm like, sure, you know, whatever. Call me tomorrow because I don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 I don't want to be pushy. And and they can sometimes ask me for four, four or five times. So should we set up a meeting? I'm like, yeah, sure. But I don't have time this week. That's, oh my, that's great. So, so you're next weekend and we'll set up a meeting because I don't, I don't want to ever give out the impression that I am needy or that um, that I sign them in too early yeah. or that you just try to trick me into this. No, you have to be eager to work with me. You have to be willing to work. And I don't want to sign people in who are not willing to start working right away. Yeah, that's so good. Oh man, that's fantastic. So, so sometimes I even tell people we have had a good three-way call. We have a good meeting. And I said, you know what? Think about it and call me tomorrow. Mm. Think about it and call me tomorrow. And if that person cannot call me the day afterwards, they're not, you know, they're not going to make it for long. And I feel like my job is investing time in people. Yeah. And I compare it to investing money in buildings. And some buildings are not worth investing money in. I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying that I have to choose the time that I put into people to find out, are they willing to put in the work and the time themselves? Come on. So with that being said, um, we've talked to quite a few people and everyone has a very different answer to this question. And the question is, what are the criteria that you have when it comes to deciding on who to invest in and who not to. So you just named a few things right there. Um, being able to follow through, being able to be consistent, people who want it. Um, are there any other criteria that you look for? Um, of course, I was, um, I'm, 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 I shouldn't say that I'm only exclusive this kind of people, but I do like people that um, have a sense of humor. I, I, the humor is so important to me because humor can solve so many things. Mm -hmm. But I also like to work with people that where we can we can talk real talk. Don't sugarcoat it. Um, don't because uh, if we're talking like the, the the emotional process, the personal growth, I have to be able to say to you, you know what, you're completely wrong. I have to tell you, you're going going off in a wrong direction. And if people are not willing to be coached, I, I don't want to invest in them. And a mm -hmm. lot of people think they know everything from the beginning. And it's not like I want to brainwash them, but if they can't take my experience and what I have, how can I help them? Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, you know, and the crazy thing too, I mean, you, you have been in this industry for 20 years, is that correct? Or how, yeah. how long has it been? Maybe a little yeah. over? And, you know, I've, I've actually learned that you, it took you like eight years that you just struggled. It was seven or eight years. Is that right? That you just struggled yeah. in the very beginning. Like how in the world did you push through that eight years? Like what caused you? Why didn't you quit? Like, I mean, cause that's, that's a long time. A lot of people can't even make it past 30 days sometimes in their struggle. 
<laughs> I think that the business opportunity um, changed. Like one of the first companies I ever put time into, this is, I, I really love thinking back at this. It was, it was um, a company that offered video streaming. Video yeah. streaming was going to be big back then. Yeah, yeah. And um, we sold um, like subscriptions to video streaming. Um, and then suddenly something came out called YouTube and it was for free. Yeah. And, um, and I just saw that I, I, I cannot go around selling subscription for live streaming when you can do it all on YouTube for yeah. free. So I think um, there's a lot of things that has to be in, in place for you to find the right company, find the right fire within you, um, yeah. the right motivation. And you have to have a certain sometimes you have to have a certain um level of i don't give a damn come on mm, yeah i love that yeah pardon my french but but you have to i think some people a lot of young people have it nowadays on the social media where they they don't care about what people think right and my generation i think is much more vain to oh what does think people think of me and what do you think the neighbors are going to think and and once you get to past that point where i said you know what um i don't care what they think yeah and it's actually yeah. none of my business what they think yeah i don't want people trying to figure out what i think so why should i go around trying to figure out what they think and that's when you for real can be can start to become an inspiration to other people that you can take leadership because you can unfold yourself and when you unfold yourself people will mirror that and say oh my god if she can do it i can do it too yeah mm. i i don't um when i do like presentations and meetings and i i don't try to be perfect because um perfect people don't exist Mm, yeah. And if people think they have to be perfect to have success, then we're killing it. Um, so when I make mistakes and I sometimes find myself in the middle of a meeting with 500 people and I have gum in my mouth, I'm like, oh my God, sorry, I have gum. I take it out. And people <laughs> love that because it's so down to earth. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. And I think we need more of that. We have too many perfect people. Um, that I know are not perfect behind the scenes. So that entire answer, um, listening to that, there were bits and pieces that I imagine you have gotten um, kind of that perspective through your job as a psychotherapist before. Um, so my question is, are there other, like what are some of the insights that you were able to bring from your previous job into network marketing that other people who don't have that experience might not realize? Um, it's too big a question because there's there's so many things. I mean, there's so many things. Like when people call me and and they have all these problems, like oh, I think I'm stuck, I'm blah 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 blah, and and, and I do the whole psychotherapy thing where I'm like, you know, and 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 I love stuff like when 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 people call me like, I have I have something is stopping me. You know, you you get that something is stopping me. Something is and, and, and I know nothing is stopping you. Yeah. Nothing is mm. stopping you but yourself. 
So that's when I go digging into people and say, how is it that you are stopping yourself? I need to know how you are stopping yourself because you are creating this. And especially in network marketing, um, we can see people that reach high ranks in, 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 in a few months. We can see people that are making a lot of money. So tell me how it is that you are not doing that. Mm. Yeah, man, that's so good. I'm, and I can only imagine that there's so much that you can just learn, even just so much power that you have within yourself, just because it's your mind that tells you these things. Like you allow things to be said, you know, that's yeah. so interesting. And, you know, and, and I business is already made. That's, that's what I love about network marketing. The business is already made and you can, you can see a lot of people in your company doing it different ways. Yeah. So it's up to you. Yeah. How do you want to do it? Which which tools do you want? All the tools are out there and they're even free a lot of places. Yeah, seriously. No, that's that's totally amazing. Seriously, I've never seen so much free training as in network marketing. So and people listen to it, but they don't use it. They're sitting there with their with their axe and their shovel and you know everything and they just don't do it. Yeah. What do you think holds people back? What do you think is one of the things that keep people from putting taking things from knowledge and putting it into action it's, it's basically um the the short answer is fear fear of rejection fear of standing alone fear of of even fear of success who will i become if i'm not a failure anymore mm, that's, that's so good difficult question to answer. i i have to say mona i mean so there's there's a a chapter in this amazing book that you actually wrote. And that's what really, and there's, a, there's so many things I could say about your chapter. That's unbelievable. And, you know, I absolutely love what you've written in here. And it's so true. Um, when you say that you want to be a down to earth person, you really prove that in this chapter in a big, big way. But I also think that the, uh, that the, the title of the chapter really suits you well, Wis uh, wisdom wins. And I think that that is uh, truly just within you so much. You have so much wisdom that you can bring out to everybody. But um, I just want to remind everybody that um, has not read this book yet or gotten this book to please pick this book up because it's unbelievable and it's got some amazing authors in it and Mona is one of them. So uh, we'll leave the link in the description for you guys to pick that up. And, but yeah, I mean, like, do you have any other books at all that you have written at all? Cause I, I was trying to look around and see if there was any books that you personally have written yet. No. My goodness, Mona, you need to write your own book. I know, so I know, but I'm so many people. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm coaching um, all the time because, and I think that's very important is that people just call me and said, I need your advice. Um, <laughs> and I love even coaching people from other companies. And I said, you know what? Um, I feel like if more people in the industry um, would work for the industry and not just their own company, we would have such a better industry and we need it. We need to stick together and work as a whole for the industry. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. What would be the title of your book? It when I'm not going to say if, but when you decide to write it, what will be the title of a book? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's, it will be called um, when, when network marketing becomes a heartfelt passion. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. You need to start writing that book. Cause I'm going to read it. I'm going to be one of the first yeah. people for the pre-sale. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Once You'll you've be written the, one, it, we'll... the first one to send it to. Exactly. We'll have you back on. We'll promote the hell out of it. It'll be fantastic. So, okay. Uh, so, you, so you recently uh, 
Facebook this, uh, and I, w- I wanted you to expand on it if you would. So you said things are only impossible until they are not. So do you mind just kind of sharing what was on your mind when you, sh- when you posted that? I think it's just like looking back on time. It's in, in, in both in the, in, in, in the big, um, at one point people couldn't fly and now we're flying every day. Yeah. And um, you see it also with sports stars. Um, I don't remember what it was called. It, it was called the, the three minute mile, I think it was called. Is that yeah. once somebody has done it, then it's not impossible anymore. Then more people will do it. And the same thing is, is in our own lives. Um, like when you challenge yourself and you said, oh no, I can't do this. I can't do it. I can't get up on stage and, and talk in front of 800 people. I cannot do it. And once you have done it, then you can do it again. Right. You've proven you can do it. Yeah. Yes. So it's just, it's actually like just the first time that that's the hardest. And, and you can challenge yourself in so many ways. Last time I challenged myself. Uh, well, one of the last times I challenged myself was like a big water slide. And I, I had it on <laughs> film. I was screaming, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, all the way down. Because it was so scary. Um, yeah. And um, just the craziest things is that um, I could do it again. And I also did like karaoke with one of my team leaders. And we were both like, no, we're not going to do this. So I'm like, I'm going to do this. Do you want to do this some karaoke right now? Do, just because <laughs> that we don't want to do it. Then we have to do it. We have yeah, to get on the stage and do on. karaoke. And it, it sounded bad, but mm-hmm. we still have the picture. And we're like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> um, That's awesome. So it doesn't have to be like helicopter rides or, you know, it can sometimes just be when you challenge yourself and, you know, you become bigger, you can feel you're growing, you know, when you do stuff like that. And I love that feeling that it's impossible. I can't do it. I would never be able to dot, dot, dot. And then you do it and then you're able to. So yeah. it's impossible until it's not impossible anymore. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I love that. Absolutely. With that, you actually touched on something that I want to bring up. Um, And it's the idea of living outside of your comfort zone. Uh, We often ask and um, we ask people, what was the last time? uh, When was the last time rather that you were outside of your comfort zone? And it sounds like to me, you tend to live most of your life outside of your comfort zone. Is that right? No, 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 no. Okay, no, interesting. No. Just once in a while. Just once in a while. Mostly, I, I stay at home and I'm comfortable, and um, I challenge myself just enough to not to get you know too much into. But sometimes I just really have to hit that hard to um, to really grow. Yeah. Because yeah. like everybody else, it's really comfortable. It's really safe to stay here in the comfort zone. And I like being here as well. But once in a while, I really need to get out there and just feel it. And of course, in, in, in my career in, in network marketing, uh, being on stage, um, bigger, bigger crowds, um, being in a book, being on shows like this, it's still in, in, you know outside my comfort zone. I remember three years, five years ago, I would never, I I remember I wanted to write a book, but just the feeling of seeing my pictures on the back of the book, it gave me the chills. I was like, no, I will never be able to do that. And then I started the whole process and I took, um, 
And then I'm like, I have to write this book. I, I have to get this process started. Yeah. So I actually started with just saying, okay, I could take the picture with a professional photographer. Mm. That would be a start, you know? So suddenly, you know, you, you, you tend to, to do the small steps into a big thing. Yeah. You know, and there's, is, is there, I'm going to take this question, uh, just kind of going off trail a little bit here, but is there, who are some people in your life that have actually helped you specifically with your network marketing business? Do you have any people that come to mind that really helped you start? Or were you all by yourself, like for the very beginning? Coaches, writers, yeah, coaches, mentorship. That I work with. Yeah, just because I've, uh, something I've realized, you know, in my experience with uh, network marketing is there's a lot of people that actually have uplines that just quit. They just straight up leave. And, you know, I mean, there will always be another upline, but I guess the question I have is, is like, did you ever feel like you were alone in the process of your growth in network marketing? Or did you actually always have some mentors? And if you know, maybe some, who are some of these mentors that you personally had? Um, well, um, one of the persons that I, I really um, enjoy is, is John Haramsa. Oh yeah. 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 We, we actually yeah. did an interview with him a couple months ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. is, the, we love the, John. He's, he's a servant leader and, and servant leadership, I think is so important. Yeah. Like when people see um, that it's, it's, it's a pyramid structure. I see it differently. I see it like a, like a tree where yeah. the leaders are the trunks that actually have to like suck all the, the, you know, the nutrition and the moist out of the, the, the soil and bring it upwards. And, and mm. John Haramsa is really, um, is really a servant leadership and he's a big person, but with very, very humble. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. He's got a very, you know, it's funny when we were doing the interview with him, he, he was very gentle hearted. It seemed like every time we spoke with him, he just very, very caring, very much takes every question that we had. And I feel the same way about you, by the way, like you're very gentle hearted, but you're a little spitfire too. I got to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's so, okay. So we only have a few more questions. I hope that's okay. Um, yeah. And uh, cause I know it's probably like midnight right now for you. My goodness. Yeah. It's already in the morning for you right now. So no, thanks for hanging. Fine. Thanks for sticking with us here. Um, so, okay. So uh, another question would be, um, and this one's a little different, but we always ask everybody that comes on the show the same question. And it's this, if you, and it, not to sound morbid here, but let's say that you're on your deathbed and you have all the people that you love that are around you. Uh, what would be the final piece of advice that you would give them? You can take your time. It doesn't even have to pertain to network marketing. It could be anything that you want. I think, I think like... My whole motto is remember to have fun. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It, it's so simple. Have fun. Have all the fun that you can have. Hmm. Do you think people don't actually, do you think people don't feel privileged to have fun or they don't like almost like guilty trying to have fun or what, what brings that to mind? I, I think we're very... Um, we're very vain we're very um um almost stuck up sometimes yeah. and um yeah. and and we think that we have to pretend to have a certain um 
character or something. Yeah. And yeah. and suddenly, like, if you suddenly then laugh and coffee comes out your nose, then it's really embarrassing. And for me, this is this is where everything starts. All right, <laughs> now we're you know now we're having fun. Now we're getting to know each other. Yeah. Because um, I don't want that whole facade thing. And I really find that humor and laughter and smiling is where we really meet people. It's how we connect. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. I, I told my wife actually the other day, it, you reminded me of this. I'm like, my goal, one of my goals now is to make you laugh at least once a day. I mean, obviously I want to make her laugh more than once a day, but I want to intentionally make you laugh at least once a day. Cause I feel like that would be super helpful. Yeah. Cause people that we, that we laugh with, we like, yeah. And, and sometimes like, um, I have, um, I, I use a lot of humor and I have like the worst jokes, um, uh, <laughs> like real dad jokes, because I'm trying to look for humor where it, it's, it, you know, it doesn't offend anyone and, um, it's, it's not political or religious right. or anything. And then it's always something with ducks or, you know, something really, really nine year old, but even though it's really stupid, I see people smiling. And so I'm like, that's fine. It made you smile and that's yeah. enough. You're bringing life to people. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Absolutely. Dad absolutely. jokes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, we are bringing this interview to a close. And so we want to give you a chance to plug anything that you might be working on um, and to really hear about what's next for you. So our final question is exactly that. What is next for Mona? Uh, well, um, this year I'm getting married. Um, so Congratulations. so right now everything is like wedding, wedding, wedding. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you're probably looking for something more professional, but. Not at all. That was great. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. No, that's amazing. Congratulations. That's yeah. huge. Thank you. That's huge. Do you, you know where you're having the wedding? Yeah, the, um, the 7th of August. Yep, okay. Fantastic. Yes. yes, well, we're gonna, I'm gonna put that in my calendar and I will Facebook you. The come day on before. over, we're yeah. gonna have a big reception. So yeah. come on over and it would be really fun. Gabe and I will be um, a couple wedding crashers, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> We've done some fun things back in the day, so this would be a blast. Yes, seriously. Yeah. Uh, well, Mona, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. You have mm. such a unique perspective especially in this network marketing industry. And I always say this, but I truly mean it. I have learned so much just in the last 30 or 40 minutes that we've been talking. And mm, I same. guarantee, yeah, Cody has felt the same. So thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, you guys. Thank you. Everyone watching, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, show Mona some love. Remember, we're going to have more interviews for you every single week. And one last thing. Hey, how do you say goodbye in Danish? Favel. 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 For now. Favel. Favel. <laughs>